All right, here we go. It's a bit raw. It's tough to do. And I can only imagine how tough it is if you are an alumni of St. Michael's. We just got a, quite an emotional call uh, from somebody who was an alumni. We've been hearing, and I know a lot of the shows here are hearing from people, and we hear different stories. And I can only imagine how what the layers that are coming out inside for those who went there, how they're changing as the story seems to intensify. And it has... We have more videos today. We had the six charges yesterday. Joining us is John Schumann, who is a child and family law expert lawyer. And of course, lawyers are experts in those things. He's also an alumni of St. Michael's College. John Schumann, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. John, let me ask you, how do you feel? You went to St. Michael's. How are you feeling with the story breaking? Um, well, I, I, I'm not... I'm not so attached to school that I'm that emotionally connected to the story, but it is, you know, a little bit disappointing for me to hear that this sort of thing is still going on at that school and it has not been addressed years and years ago. And that's what I'm hearing from some of my colleagues who I went to school with. All right. I hope that this would have been eliminated a while ago. You said still going on. What happened when you were there? I I only heard about it uh, from other students. I wasn't involved in any of these, these things, but I, I heard about similar things going on at the time I was there. May I ask, I mean, this one is, is not easy to hear about, certainly the assault. Did you hear of things that went in that direction? Yeah, thing, not, not exactly the same thing, not exactly the same objects, but, you know, the same sort of thing going on. And when you heard about it, did you doubt it, or did you just keep your head down? I mean, what were your feelings at the time as you went there and heard these things? Well, um, well, initially I kind of doubted it, and I, you know, I spoke to some of the people who I knew were on, you know, the teams or whatever that were involved, and I was like, "Does that really go on?" And these are, you know, very mm-hmm. normal seeming people. And they said, yeah, that's just the way things are. That's the initiation thing that goes on. And they didn't talk a whole lot more about it, and I didn't really push it because it's not something, you know, an interesting conversation when you're a a teenager, especially. It's probably a little hard conversation when you're a teenager. So it was like, okay, so that goes on. Now I know I'm not going to, you know, keep – I'm going to stay away from that sort of stuff is is my thought. And now you're a child and family lawyer. And, And, you know, as a lawyer, when you look back, what are you thinking? Well, as a, as a lawyer, I've got all kinds of thoughts on what went on this year, and I, and and especially since I know because in, in my role of helping with educational law issues, I know what the standards are and what goes on and what can be done about bullying and and the effects that this sort of stuff can have on kids long term and how it can ruin not only long term, you know, these kids and suffering, mm-hmm. but it can also completely deprive them of the benefits of education because after this happens, you know. Mm-hmm some kids are not able to function in the classroom anymore. And then that's not what they're not focused on the lessons. They're focused on this sort of stuff and the people who did it to them and the people around them. And it can really, you know, harm education as it's going on, like right away after it happens. And so now with your knowledge, you look back on what was happening when you were there. John, what should happen here? I mean, you're telling a story that, that you heard about very similar things and that you were told that was part of the initiation. This is out there now, John. Is there is there any way to put these secrets back in a box, or are these out there to be dealt with? Well, there's no putting them back in the box. And, you know, I heard about it, but there's been all kinds of people who have, you know, in all kinds, to all kinds of different media outlets talking about, 
you know, yeah, they're St. Mike's alumni. Yeah, they know what was going on. Yeah, there's no secret about this anymore. I mean, it's there have been reports that have been published about this going back, you know, it seems like every decade for the last five or six. You've got some alumni saying, yeah, it happened at that time. I knew it was going on. So it's not going away. It's not going back in the box. You're not going to be able to deny it happened uh, now. It's just, uh, and even what the, this is the type of thing that has been going on. They have to focus on now is making sure it doesn't happen again and that, you know, the school changes the way it, it, it sort of looks at um, these issues and the way it's approached to kids and, and their interactions with each other and, and bullying in general and sports teams in general and, and try to make the, the school a, a place that is more up to date with, you know, 2018 and how we do things in 2018 rather than the way we, you know, things might have been acceptable in the seventies or eighties. That's gone. Now we now need to know that these types of things are unacceptable and that they cause harm. They don't help. And it's, you know, hazing, bullying doesn't make stronger kids. Doesn't make build character. It damages kids. It hurts kids. It impairs the ability to learn. And so what has to happen is, a really serious look at what's going on at school and how do we make this sort of thing. I mean, just asking kids reports not going to ha- help. Should You're there should there be accountability, John? I think that's one of the questions. You know, actions have consequences. The ones you've described and changing things have to be because of consequences. Is it just for the kids? But what did the adults know? Should the school be responsible? I, I think the school will be held responsible, and there, there will be the school will have to deal with the issues and be accountable for a long time. I mean, it, it will be difficult to pin this down to one or two people. I mean, this the current principal hasn't been there forever, and this happened obviously before he was there and before his predecessor was there. And there are the board of directors; some of them have been around forever, but given how long these reports go back, this was before them. There are teachers there who were students there as well and so they may be part of the solution but this is a it's it would be hard to say that this is any one person's particular problem it is a problem for the entire community and something that everyone there has to take some ownership of and try to change and realize that it can't happen again none of this stuff can happen again and it has to be changed as soon as possible and they have to consider seriously what they have to do to do that and that's more than just asking kids to report. You're not going to get a teenage boy to report sexual assault. You need to make mm-hmm. the culture and their change. You need to make it not cool for this sort of stuff to happen. You have to have the same sort of outlook on this sort of stuff that exists in the communities outside of St. Mike's and yeah. outside of some other private schools. Law and order. John Schumann, thank you so much for telling your story, bringing together the law and your experience as an alumni. We really appreciate your honesty. Thanks kindly. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's an important topic. You're not kidding. John Schumann, wow, child and family lawyer, alumni of St. Michael's. We're going to take a break. I'm Marlene Bynum for John Oakley. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.